This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. Only Dorian Gray will live on to ensure that these secrets are well guarded for as long as the descendants of our four civilizations take breath. I designed these trials to see if somebody was worthy of wielding such a possible power. If you enter into the trials and survive, I am open and willing. What? I have just cast the fifth level spell, Summon Draconic Spirit. Holy shit. So now shit. we have a big we have a big old dragon fighting on our side. Oh now. my god. Awen, don't you want to have the final blow? We could increase the amount of damage it does. The remaining terracotta warrior just eviscerate, just evaporate into, into nothingness from this unbounded energy coming from the extra effort of the witches three. Just through the, the shimmering that takes place and clarifies so that you can see through this frame, you see a sumptuous room awaiting for you. It's clear you can hold yourselves in battle, but tomorrow is going to be all about respect. All right, so the three of you are now on the precipice of a, a long rest. You are in a brand new guest room somewhere in Dorian Gray's mansion, and you have this uh, still yet another beautifully ornate room. So just to remind you guys, as well as the audience, what you see before you, uh, just to give a little bit of a dressing for it, you see nestled into the far wall a small fountain that trickles very just steadily and softly. And if any of you are, if any of your characters are prone to ASMR, it's got you. Uh, you see in this one, there's only actually one bed with two richly upholstered chairs and matching ottomans at their foot, uh, showing that this room probably was chosen with care, understanding that there's really only one of you that needs to actively sleep. And uh, you see an intricately carved tall wooden cabinets just to the right hand side of the one door in this room. Uh, and then, of course, painting of Dorian Gray right next to you. This time, though, I mentioned, uh, as opposed to the last time, which was in dark, somber colors showing his emo face. This one is in uh, vibrant colors, still uh, what seems to be an oil on canvas, uh, but definitely portraying perhaps some of his younger, more excitable, psychedelic years. So what do you guys want to do? Do you want to just tumble straight into uh, sleepy mode and take on the next day? Do you want to explore the room? This uh, is open up to you. I'm going to be, I want to explore the room for sure. I am in any place that I'm just by myself. 
I'm looking through everything. Yeah, we saw that when you were at uh, the Macbeth's Mm -hmm. villa. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here to snoop. All right. (laughs) I go over to the. uh, You said it was a cabinet by the door on the on the left Uh of the door. Yeah, there's an intricately carved tall wooden cabinet. Yeah, I look at the I look at the cabinet. Like, what do I like? Do I know who maybe made it? Anything about this cabinet? Ooh, uh, go ahead and roll history. Okay. That's a nat 20. Starting it off right. There we go. Starting strong. Here we go. Yes, as you were coming into the bubble, you remember in your mind's eye that whereas off to one side you saw the, the female tiefling weaving her intricate basket, the very same one whose brother is the butler and handed you one of her own figurines. Uh, You remember swiftly your eyes scanning the medium uh, horizon just before looking at this tall gothic structure in which you are now about to rest. And there was a a man, just this tall oak of a man um, who was carving wooden structures of different kinds, uh, both those that were furniture-based and those that were just purely for decorative art, and they carried the same kind of like fine-tuned strokes to it that make what you see in front of you at the front of uh, the two doors that open up for this cabinet that look like the, the face of the green man. Yeah, I... You had me at fine oak of a man. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, wanted, you wanted to climb that tree. <laughs> yeah, we did. Awen, Awen does. Awen, like, wants to go up to it, and I think he, he smells, he, like, puts his nose up to it, just, like, right up next to it, and goes, <laughs> and, like, ah, he really tries to smell the tree that was before it became this form, and really just admires the, the both the tree and the craftsmanship. That was like kind of honed into this device as he then uh, opens up the cabinet and starts to rifle through it. You do that. You, uh, yeah, after sniffing at the gap um, and as the just these tendrils of the memories of a wood just encapsulate your mind and, and to quote Severus Snape, ensnare the senses, uh, you, you slowly open it up and you only have a quick moment to gauge the the vibrant colors of curled paper and parchment before you feel yourself getting pulled forward. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Shoot. That's 13. That's not going to do it, my boy. Well, so here we go. <laughs> Bertram and Penny <laughs> looking over your shoulders, you see just this almost intimate moment that Awen is having with this piece of carved wood. And then in the next, he is sucked straight in and the doors slam shut. Oh, so. shoot. <laughs> it's a mimic? Nope, not a mimic. Uh, there might be mimics tonight, uh, but this is no. Just you got sucked into this wooden Kirby. cabinet. Oh, okay, is, 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 is teenage uh, emo Dorian... Uh, oh no! That, that, the first one was emo. Is this vibrant Dorian? Is he still here? Yeah, or just watching us like a little. I like curve. I like. No, to- as soon as this happens, he begins to just guffaw. He is he's laughing his ass off at this. Why Dorian, I- what 
it was this. Is is where did Awen go? Is this part of the second trial already? Have we already? Oh, are we in the second trial already? I mean, this is trial one point five. I I don't know. I mean, this is rest, but this is also this is fun. I guess. Uh, he's just in the cabinet. Is he? Is he? Be honest with me, Dorian. Is he dead in there? Awen, you can hear this muffled, um, but why don't, why don't you roll perception for me with advantage just because of your high alertness to just getting sucked into a small space? 27. <laughs> yeah, you oh, completely wow. hear that. Just, it's not even muffled to you. I just knock on the door. I'm not, I'm not dead, Bertram. I'm not dead. You need to get me out of here, Bertram. Oh, wait, wait. That's not Awen, that's not what are you seeing in there? Wait, should what I do you see? <laughs> should I redo it with my voice? <laughs> Maybe that's your cabinet yeah, voice. Yeah, maybe that's my yeah, cabinet voice. I like it. I, like it. <laughs> I don't see nothing in here. I need to get out. It is, it is very dark and it feels very claustrophobic. And you do, you do see the like just curled parchments and gilded edges to it. Uh, and you're welcome to investigate those further. Ooh. But nothing else. Okay. The painting Ready? of the painting of, of Dorian. The, the chuckling subsides a bit. <laughs> so, as you can see, he's not dead. He's just in the cabinet, although I was hoping it was a closet. Still, Fletcher did make quite a beautiful piece, so I wasn't going to say no to him. Penny just rolls her eyes and as the, uh, one of the only beings that actually needs sleep, just trudges past this, assuming that Awen probably will meditate better in there than he would anywhere else and not interrupt her. Just trudges, limps straight past and just face plants right on the bed and lets out a, and just doesn't get up. Awen, if you see clothes in there and you see a snowy forest or a snowy area behind it with a white witch you might want to avoid that area do not go deeper into the cabinet there, there's a weird there's a weird horse man coming at me he looks he looks erect get me out of here Bert. <laughs> take that out <laughs> mr tumness how dare i horse man horse isn't he a horse man <laughs> He's a goat man. He's a goat man. And from what and and from what we saw our last round, <laughs> actually that could be very possible. Now it all makes sense why your references. Uh, the only part uh, of him is a horse. My references are horrible. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I just understand why you finally ref- why you referenced him being erect. I'm like, why is this horse man erect? <laughs> I want to start. Uh, I want to examine the the cabinet. And I, I think I've noticed that that Penny is already falling asleep. I think, or just resting, or laying down. I'm I'm worried about losing potentially a compatriot. <laughs> we need all the bodies we can get. He's fine. How do you know that, Penelope? I don't know. He might. Also, he can hear us. So make sure if you talk badly about about him that you Wait. really go quiet with. Him. Wait, Bertram. Bertram. Oh no, no! no. Please talk very loudly. I want to see this group dynamic. Uh, Bert, no, no, Bertram. no, where? Oh, go ahead. Yes, yes. What is it, <laughs> Bertram? Just let me let me look around. Okay, quit talking so loud. I can't see. Oh, oh, I mean, all right. By all means, please stay in there, then. Bertram, quit. You gotta quit talking. I can't see when you're talking okay. like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I use my my I use my low light vision, my night vision to like look around at the scrolls. 
I like how it's low light and night vision and night not the vision. official name of it. <laughs> what is Dark it? Vision. Dark vision? <laughs> Dark oh, vision. <laughs> So I, guess I, I have swear. night vision goggles. I have, I have, I have my night D&D vision goggles. A few times. I'm, I'm off brand right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is Pathfinder, guys. The, the, Sorry, the wizards a... can't come and get me. Um, all right. Uh, let's, yes, yeah, both of you, I'm going to have roll for different things. So I'm going to have A1 roll perception. Okay. Uh, and then Bertram, you can roll either history or arcana. 21. Ooh, and I rolled 22. Ooh, nice. Okay, so Bertram, as you're kind of going through this, you recognize some of the the whorls on the carved into the outside of this wooden cabinet and you recognize them in the same kind of eldritch invocations that you have read before. And you know that they are eldritch invocations having to do with um, energy depletion. And so you recognize one of these two specifically as a, an entrapment that whoever, whatever, is inside the entrapment that for every hour they spend in there, they gain one level of exhaustion. So it's like anti-meditation. That's what you know. Okay. Um, and then for Awen, what you see with that, you kind of unfurl some of these spell scrolls and you see that there are six in there and very gaudily ornamented, almost like you see the illuminated manuscripts of some of the early century monks who got very bored um, in, their, in their monasteries and kind of just went to town in the marginalia. And so you see gold leaf in there. You see all types of um, animals, flora and fauna. Uh, but what they essentially are, are spells. These are six spell scrolls. You see one called water walking. Another one, summon skeleton. Mm. Detect life. Shadow shape. Divine intervention. And Mark. Awen, I, I don't want to alarm you, and I know you don't want me to talk right now, but trust me, you're going to want to hear this. I'm looking at this cabinet outside, and I'm noticing some, some pattern that I've seen before. It looks like some kind of eldritch invocation. I, th- I believe it has to do with entrapment. What? And, it, I, and I think that the longer you stay in there, you are not going to rest like Penelope believes. You are going to Gain exhaustion in there. Oh, hell no. Mr. Bertram, can you open the door? Do you, um, how did you exactly get pulled inside? What did you try to do? Well, if I tried to open this, am I going to try and get, am I going to be sucked inside? There's only one way to find out. I mean, it's not too bad in here. There's a lot of spell scrolls. Like, you could, I mean, you spell, you spell, and you scroll. So, come on in. Can you blast your way out? Can you try one of those spell scrolls and see if you can... Will one of them help you get out? I, I, as I back away, as far away as I can in this room. I don't use the spell scroll, but I do use my thorn whip, and I just crack it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it, it cracks on the inside and does nothing. I cast mm. detect magic. Mm. Okay. This is where I go 
to look up a list of the schools of magic. Abjuration. Anyway, would you like me to? Enchant. Would you like me to cast fireball on this? Uh, would you like me to set this on fire? Well, hang on. Let me let me think about. Let me. I'm really going to settle in here and think about what this box is made out of and try to detect the magic that's inside of it. Ooh. <laughs> Penny just continues snoring. She's she's asleep. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. You see, this is abjuration. Okay. So it's a school of magic that deals in protective spells and the suppression of others' magic. It creates physical or magical barriers, negates magical or physical abilities, harms trespassers, or even banishes the target. Okay. Uh, Bertram, there's some kind of spell on here. Um, I'm a little bit nervous for you to blast it with a fireball because I've seen you. Your fireballs are real, real big. Um, yes, un- you, accurate, mm, very powerful. I, so strong, so strong, so tall. Um, and just yeah, mighty, <laughs> mighty. Yeah. Stop flirting. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to get him to get me out. But maybe <laughs> just take a wapple, you know, like a little, just wapple on it. Now, Awen, do you do you notice any small cracks in the door, in in the cabinet? On my side, it, it does seem that there are some cracks from my thorn whip. But do you? Because I have I have some of that bug tea that we took many 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 moons ago. If I could slip <laughs> some in there, you could possibly turn into a cockroach and and slither your way out, or whatever kind of bug you would turn into. Just an idea. What? How did we get out of that? I'm trying to remember. Wasn't it, it was Pip? Was there an antidote? Yeah, there's you an didn't antidote. Drink something else, right? Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! No. Oh, you got any of that? You got any of that antidote? <laughs> I'm down to be a bug again. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, how about this? Penelope. Um, Penelope, you were snoring so loud. Wait, no, what? Wake what? up! Oh. oh, God, I'm so. Our friend Awen cannot get let... out. Well, he did this to himself. Let him just sit and think about it for a while while I sleep. I'll help later. We have all done foolish things to ourselves. We need, he needs our help. Penelope, you already Fine. abandoned us during that uh, last fight when you hopped on your broom and flew away. Uh, it's true. I saw you fly away. Use, one man's abandon is another man's self-protection. All right, let's... Uh, all right, Penny... I mean, you're good at poke, picking locks, it. maybe, and you're, 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 aren't you good at finding weak points and, and things? Could you maybe find an area or maybe a, a secret mechanism to open this thing? Uh, Penny, you are very Mr. perceptive. Bird? Almost Birdie, b- you remembered. And she saunters over to the um, cabinet. And then she is. Going, and then when, when her with her back turned, I uh, I duck behind the bed. <laughs> just like out of the way. And poke my head out to see what happens. <laughs> um. So I do have a lock pick. Is there any? As I inspect this cabinet, do I, as someone who's good at breaking into things, see any weak points or any places where I could pick a lock? How do you look for it? Uh, are you asking me how with my I roll? plus thirteen perception <laughs> with my fancy eyes? <laughs> I'm not asking, asking. I'm not asking mechanics wise. I'm asking role playing wise. What's it wise. look like? <laughs> I mean, Penny saunters. It? 
Pony, Penny Sandra's up and she basically just gets real close to kind of, I'm assuming a cabinet, like the doors, and she's rubbing her eyes because she was half asleep, but she's looking and she's just sort of getting really close, like nose to it and inspecting it and looking to see if there's any locks or any like handles or anything she could jimmy. From the inside you hear, don't smell it, Penny. I don't think it likes to be smelled. <laughs> <laughs> Penny, it just, you see, absolutely. Safe from that. You see absolutely no locks, no sign of mechanical openings or triggers on the front where you traditionally would see anything that would enable you to pick a lock. You don't even see handles that were the clear cut. You you just see this beautifully carved face front on the on the two wooden doors that come together to form this face of the green man from forest deities this is where i should have a better idea of that wait sorry referencing me <laughs> no oh. no no it's the, the face of the cabinet oh. has the green man hang yeah. on yeah, Sylvan- Sylvan- the green man well penny would just look and see that there are no mechanisms there's no locks there's no handles and would just go i i don't know awen there's no way to lock this are you sure you're not just like trapped in your mind like maybe this is just a state of mind and you need to work your way out of it man that's heavy i mean <laughs> i think that's probably also true but i can't get out this door and i i'm pushing on the door pushing on it pushing on it but let me think about i mean i'll reflect on that penny but just open the door can you just open it use your hands uh penny just kind of looks at her hands and looks at the doors Oh. What if I get sucked in? Then all oh. we have is Bertram. Well, Bertram I'll help so you. All right. How, how about, thank you, Awen. How yeah, about Bertram's going to help you. Ber- no, <laughs> I am helping you, Penelope. Come, come back over here now. All right. You, oh you grab that door. I'll grab this Penny door. Penny joins maybe... him as hiding behind the bed. <laughs> no, you grab you one hear side this, of the door you, you... and I'll grab the other. Maybe we can do it together on three. And with our powers combined, maybe we can do this. Right. Penny. All right. Grabs one side of the door. And I grab the other. All right. Both of you roll strength. Now, is there any kind of help mechanism to this since we're aiding one another? No, you're both having... Because you're pulling on different doors, right? Oh, yes. Double so it's, it's each that of you versus a different idea. door. That was your idea, too. <laughs> Uh-oh. 13. Oh, nat 20, baby. Yeah. Still nat 20. Still, still nat 20. Nat 20. Yeah. Four years in, she's still asking. Hey, <laughs> four years. Bertram, nothing, nothing comes undone under you. It, it just, it refuses to budge. For, for you, Penny, you find some kind of grip right around the green man's left nostril. And with that small point, you're able to just find some inhuman strength, just like this, this just strength that belies your diminutive size and you, you crack it open just a bit. And so Awen, you can now see a gap of about three inches, but it does not budge any further. Um, And just as you're, you're struggling to hold, because it's like it wants to pull back. And so you have it for the time being just for a short bit uh if any of you want to react to that that's great but also before any of you can react penny you hear once again over your shoulder from that dorian gray painting (laughs) well i didn't think you three would be so rough 
sometimes the way to loosen things up and open them, you have to be a little gentle, a little giving. But I've said too much. This really is too delightful to watch. Well, I feel like we learned two things. We learned what kind of a lover Dorian Gray would be, and then we've also learned uh, there's probably a different way to open this cabinet. Well, at least the lover I was at, the, at this stage. Oh, I've said a little too much further, too. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me, let me, try, let me, let me try something. Um, uh, and I, I walk up and put my face next to the, the green man, and I'm like, Mr. Green Man, are you, are you there? Are you real? Can you please open your door? This is me showing you great amount of respect <laughs> in case this is, in fact, the second trial and we don't know it. <laughs> Nothing happens and ah, you, hear, you hear Dorian behind you just starting to chuckle again. Very Dorian, darkly. would you just... I've had about enough of you. I'm uh. sorry. I'm, I'm on... My version's on many different things at once, so really this is hilarious. Penelope, do you know... Oh, Awen, you heard that by the way is it, is it cracked open enough where i put my eye against it can i see yeah, like yeah, his eye oh i'm like i'm like mac and charlie looking across the restaurant at each other <laughs> when their eyes and it's like, always sunny yeah. <laughs> Awen, can you see me it's not a um, bad impression actually <laughs> um, I, I look through and you probably you, yeah you did you did you hear that what do you what do you think that means i don't know i mean i sniffed it so maybe i gave it some kind of i don't know appreciation and it sucked me in i don't know oh mm. you you didn't just sniff it <laughs> darling oh the butt drugs are kicking in now yes hey, what, what exactly <laughs> did you drugs? do Ewan, to get in here i forgot did i take my drugs <laughs> uh, i think at the, on the battlefield but not in okay. here okay. <laughs> Awen, what did you do exactly to, to be before you got sucked into there what did what did you do walk walk Penelope yeah, and right, I right. Okay, so I was looking over there. I'd just gotten done looking out where I was going to meditate for the night. And okay. then I saw this beautiful tree that had been chopped up and made into this beautiful box. And so I wanted to smell. I mean, I don't know about you, but when you get some of those, mm, some of those tannins in your nose from the wood, it just really gets up in there and kind of gets the blood flowing a little bit. So I like to give I have a no good sense sniff. of smell, but, but go on. Oh, that's right. Well, what a shame. Uh, Rub it in, but all uh, right, continue. But anyway, I I sniffed it and I started rifling through the through the drawers. I mean, did you ask the cabinet for its permission? I did. I don't. Not in the habit of asking non-sentient things for permission for to do things. I hear you, but this thing, this non-sentient thing has a face. Maybe Who you need to ask knew? its permission. Well, well, I just tried. Well, speaking you did. To you it. could have looked at it. That's I just reasonable. spoke to it with the great with a great amount of decorum and. Did not answer me. Maybe you need to be the opposite. Maybe you need to spit on its face. How do you like that? I, again, I have no saliva. Awen, why are you being so cruel? Are you being intentionally cruel to me? No, so, I'm sorry, Bertram. I, I'm just... It's been one of those days. I'm in a box nice one, right now. I'm in a, nice one. It's like I'm in a box of emotions. It's too big. Too small. Where do I go? Now, I, I, go, I go in front of the, uh, the face again and say, Now listen here, you prick. Open up and let my friend out immediately. Doesn't seem to be gentle <laughs> of an approach. Well, he, Awen suggested doing the opposite. I try to be nice the first time. All right, <laughs> uh, uh, Penelope, you're good at nimble fingers. How about you open up the cabinet and see? Uh, can you open up other, other drawers that Awen was saying? I meant, I meant like I, doors. Sorry. Oh, oh, I'm bad at spelling. I know some cabinets have drawers. It's unclear, and I, I imagine Kate didn't uh, go didn't 
I, maybe she planned this cabinet this intentionally, or maybe she didn't think that anyone would sniff the cabinet. Who knows? Um, I have a feeling that this was not supposed to be the entire episode. Us getting <laughs> no, it wasn't. But knowing you three, getting oh out of this God. fucking box. This is um, just going to be the episode where Awen's in the closet, and right. you guys are trying not to figure out, out how to. Nope. Hold on, I'm looking at a few things. Like, Dor- uh, what, what did Dorian say? Remember what Dorian said? It's about it's about um, being gentle or what? Yeah. Sometimes, it, yeah, it looks like you need to be more gentle to make it loosen up. All right. Penny is inspired by the Monster Book of Monsters uh, and approaches this cabinet and looks at it in its green man eyes and says, excuse me, sir, if you don't mind, it, uh, with your uh, permission, I am going to gently open your doors and then she takes her finger and she runs it down this like the spine of the door <gasps> gently uh says would you please open for our friend and then takes a step back it shudders a bit and then they slide slowly open <gasps> what just happened Maybe. what is it oh and penny just looks at her hands and it's like ooh, powerful gentle <laughs> hands you <laughs> so a-, a when when you were first you know examining it and running your nose like through it it was it was very it took it as a gentle caress and it was taking it to as like a moment of reverence and so it gave into the attentions intentions which was you wanted to discover what was inside and so it opened up it was also listening to the intentions of penny which was for it to open so that her friend could come out i like it so you tumble out Heck yeah! I There's manners, the Bertram. I, just I take the spell scrolls, scrolls with fluttering me. around you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ask oh, his permission God. to take those scrolls? You clearly have to ask his permission. Hey, let me get some of them scrolls, and I lick. I lick the edge of the door. <laughs> My tongue. <laughs> Stop mm. humping it, Ewan. That's not what. I'm <laughs> he likes it. Just ask him. Penny just face plants onto the bed again. Really annoyed. <laughs> Do I make it out safely? You made it out safely. You have solved my <laughs> what I thought was very simple cabinet. You should know by uh, now. Puzzle. There's nothing simple <laughs> in Dungeons and Dragons. My name's. You've Awen. solved my very intricate, sensitive cabinet puzzle. Yay! Oh man! All right, all right, you three. So you have pretty much like upended this cabinet. There's there's nothing else to be found in there. You have the bed. You have the uh, the painting of Dorian Gray. You have the fountain. What do you want to do? Uh, yeah, I'll go check out the fountain to see if there's anything I'm noticing about it. Kind of like A1 was doing. I'm just trying to look for clues or anything that might give us insight into what we're about to face with this second trial. I mean, I know that there, there's traps everywhere. Even the first room had, had that book that um, had Penelope and, and Bertram going crazy. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. trying to be very gentle and, I don't know, as, as, as cautious as I can be while trying to examine this fountain to see if there's any kind of significance to it. Why don't you roll investigation? There's a 19. The first thing that catches your eye is the figure head at this fountain. Uh, where the water seems to be trickling very gently from. And it is a more willowy feminine shape, but it is the shape, nevertheless, of a warforged um, wearing 
and uh, what you have gone, grown to know in an acting gown, the type of gowns that you would typically see worn by actresses on the stage, um, not the same as gowns that would be worn, say, at a ball um, that would be hosted by the Featherfoots. There is a very distinct difference there, almost like it is slightly secondhand, not as full, um, not as tight and uh, tighter in the bodice and uh, with less beading on it. And so you, you had grown very accustomed to noting the slight differences um, in what people wore to belie their, their, their class and their station. But yeah, for all intents and purposes, it, it takes you back. It takes you aback uh, quickly because this is the first that you have ever seen a warforged uh, in art in such a way. Mm. But the water itself is trickling down gently from the warforged uh, eyes and then settling down into a scalloped uh, basin. Dorian, uh, what can you tell me about this, this warforged uh, lady up here in the fountain? Is this a real person? Why, yes, that's, uh, most of my art pieces are focused on real people. And that one has a story which, well, that's not mine to tell, really, is it? It's mine to immortalize. And also, well, I'll tell you this, Bertram. When I like people immensely, I never tell their names to anyone. It is like... Surrendering a part of them. So, if it's not your... Uh, two questions. If it's not your story to tell, whose is it? That theirs? Oh, oh yes. Oh, all <laughs> right. And mm. second question, are you affixed in time? Like, if I asked you a question about what you ate for dinner yesterday, would you know that? Are you, do you exist in the past? Or are you learning new memories? A little bit of both, I guess. Uh, my memories are from Dorian at this stage of his life. But I do talk to the actual Dorian every so often, and then he can fill me in on things. So if I really wanted to know what he had for dinner tonight, I'm sure that's what you're really asking. I could go and ask him. Um, but so you I'm haven't also met- learning new things now because I'm watching you. So hmm. that's in my working memory. But there's a gap in your knowledge. Have you? Oh, have yes. you So have you, have you met Weena Featherfoot? Or was that a different version of you? Do you know who Weena Featherfoot is? <laughs> yes, I do know Weena Featherfoot. Hmm. At and this so point you, in my memory, she's one of my... Uh, well, I, I tutor her. Is, is, hmm. the, is, the, is, is the way of, of calling like... I am a tutor, and so the people I tutor are tooties. Is that the word for it? Tooties. Tooties. Yes, that's that's the, that's the proper way of saying it. They are <laughs> they are your your tooties. Yes. <laughs> then I'm totally gonna have Dorian say, "Yes, uh, Weena is currently in in my timeline. She is my tootie." Is that where tutelage comes I, from? It's tutelage. I thought. Yes. No. no, in this world, they are referred to as tooties. <laughs> Look it up. Right, I'm so sorry. We are Maybe making that canon that any, anyone who is learning under She's someone is a tootie. <laughs> I don't know why I fought it. I, I'll just go with it. Great. 
I think, I think, uh, I mean, there's not much else he's going to get from that. Certainly he's, Dorian's speaking in kind of rhymes and riddles, but I think that's kind of interesting to him that he's affixed in, in time with when he was painted. I think he would just kind of, I, I, I would turn back away from Dorian and would look kind of back at the, quietly look back at the Warforged. Um, I guess the last thing I can do is maybe a history. I mean, there's certainly, I think in our world, we've said that Warforged are kind of sec- like second class citizens. Yeah, I totally. don't, I haven't really left the, in my life, I've never really left the Featherfoot Manor that much, but maybe I would have heard of another Warforged or maybe there was someone famous amongst my like race of people. You are totally welcome to roll history. It was a 24. You do remember early in your years talk of a warforged who who was codified as female and created in, in such a way that she was she was feminine um in much the same way that you you are created to be masculine and she was primarily in the entertainment sector of an affluent part of so in in Charleston, which is the affluent part of um, where Old Smoke is, so mm-hmm. Old Smoke being the the area where Penny was, and you have Charleston, which is more so where you have kind of like the the nouveau riche and um, the better the better kept area, and so you yeah you had heard of a warforged who uh, had met an untimely end uh, and the the most statements that you ever heard of those who crossed the threshold of the Featherfoot household um, seemed to be that she had tried to rise above her station. Damn. Okay. But that, Penny, that's all you remember. You do not remember a name or anything like that. Penny's gotten out of bed because she realizes no one's, no one's meditating or sleeping. And so she, she stands behind Bertram and she goes, well, who's the pretty lady? Is she someone you know? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were sleeping. You're awake oh. now. Oh, I'm sorry. You were too interesting, so I decided not to sleep. Are you offended? No. Tell me about the nice lady. I don't remember her name. I remember hearing about an entertainer, though. You can probably see from the drabby clothes, very similar to your clothes when we first met you. <coughs> you know, second class, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she was in the entertainment field and died mysteriously i don't know if she was trying to i don't know make a better life for herself than she was supposed to have i think you and i are very similar in many ways penelope about how people see us and treat us and just trying to prove people wrong um I think she was trying to do that, maybe, and was unsuccessful. Hey, can you two be quiet over there? I'm trying to meditate. Okay, Awen, we just saved your life. Ugh, I appreciate that. Us. I don't know how I got Gosh. big. Well, before you run off to bed, a few things, I guess. And then I'll leave you alone, too. I know I heard that the last one, you just threw a tapestry right over him, or a blanket or something. Um. Speaking of, since you're asking what I remember or where I am in time, I guess I can tell you a few things. Of time, 
long ago, uh, there were... Where my mind is usually at is before all this, before this, what I refer to as this twilight time that I'm in amongst all of you, very unsimilar to where I came from. There used to be such glorious halls, especially in Eidgen, built into the very trees themselves, which I visited long ago. You know, I have toe rings that were even made there and inlaid with moon silver. And he, like, (laughs) somehow, like, you just see, like, a foot (laughs) come up, like, in frame. Like, right, like, like a close-up right in front of, like, (laughs) Just, like, an awkward Muppet thing. Just, um. (laughs) You mean, like, the leg sandwiching back? (laughs) Yes. Like, Kimmy, how you were holding your baby the other day on Halloween. Oh, yeah, her legs were in the- <laughs> Just, Just fold straight in half. I thought she was comfy. She was. She was. And just keeping this foot aloft, like, just in a totally absurd way that actually fits the tone of this entire painting in which he is residing. He carries on if it's, as if it's not even happening. You know, it was a beautiful city, but the people there were just too greedy. Lacking, well, lacking common decency. They all wanted to delve into each other's minds. And then, in the very next moment, I'm pulled from that past into now. And that's, that's what I'm supposed to, I'm sorry. that I'm jumping around as a true palimpsest is. Um, the real Dorian wants you to know that atop the tallest spire here, our gargoyle lookout, very gauche, I know. Uh, something tonight has been spotted. Um, it looks like it's cooking fires or something, but it's, it's in the surrounding mountain range, and there is enough of them for him to wonder if there might be forces gathering on the edge of the bubble. Anyways, well, perhaps you know something about that, who would want to gather around here? Wait, 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 wait. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Did you say there were forces gathering around? Well, there are many cooking fires, and there's no camping burning man going on right now. Awen just looks around, and he says, So it begins. Are they able to see through the bubble? Does the bubble make you invisible? Or can they, can they penetrate it? Can they see you, but can't get through the bubble? Are we protected in here? Oh, it's, it's very hard to get through, especially, especially if we have warning of intentions that we do not want. So, yes, it's, it's a very protected atmosphere. Uh, we've never been really assaulted by large numbers before. The most we've ever held off, 300? I think that was the most we've ever held off here. I mean, I don't know. We've been forthright from the beginning. When Awen cast Boots of Truth, we all spoke very frankly to one another. And we told you that there were large forces coming to try and steal this page from you. From people that call themselves the Spotted Hand. Had you been warned? Then what are you trying to figure out from us? Oh, no, I was just sorry. Uh, It was more of a dropping it in there. (laughs) You know who this could be. I, say it. Look. Say it. Wait. Wait a second. Say spotted hand. 
if, really, uh, all I'm saying is perhaps it just a little motivator, uh, lighting a fire under those cute little tushies. Yeah, a little you, fire yeah, so underneath the tushies. And he puts fires, fires into his hands. And he says, you need to say the spotted hand or your portrait's going to go poof, poof. Oh, sorry, the spotted hand. Okay, NDA, magic right. NDA is not there. You not sus. Why you got to be so sketchy? Mm. You're, why? Why? Who hurt you? Seriously. My goodness. You're about to go into a trial? I do not have the time for this. I need to rest. Believe That's me. That's fine. I'm, I'm just built to be testing you. I'm, Dorian, I'm built to annoy all, you. Dorian, we already have the threat of death in these trials. The, I can't, we can't die twice from the trials and then the forces outside this bubble. So it would be a great title. I can only die twice. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, will, I might call. I'll, I'll, I'll put a pin in that from the book I'm writing. <laughs> All right, well, look, is there anything you want me to convey to Dorian himself, uh, or shall I just leave? Penny says for and says, tell Dorian this is only wasting his time. We're willing to do it, but if he trusted us, this would all go a lot faster and we could help him a lot sooner. And then she face plants on the bed. And also tell him that his past self was kind of a douche. I'm sorry, was that, is that me that you're talking about? We'll never know, and then I go right into a trance. <laughs> also, do you do yoga? How do you bend like that? <laughs> Anyways. Every day. Tantric yoga, if you can. Oh. <laughs> all I see is Rupert Everett. Like, that's all I see is just... <laughs> I freeze, okay. I freeze uh, standing, looking at the, uh, standing right in front of the picture. I'm just going to, I'm going to power down that way because <laughs> I'm still able to like see and listen if something happens. And I want to see cool. if I catch anyone else in the paintings or Dorian. I'm going to keep an, a lookout while I'm stone faced and powered down. Mm-hmm. Penny just yawns like, all right, you keep an eye on him, Bertram. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher here at The Break. And I just want to say how thankful we are that you are listening, that you're here with us. We really, really appreciate you. And uh, really, this is going to be a, a short and sweet one. So I really just want to say, first of all, thank you. And then to ask you something, which is... Uh, to ask you to leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening to this podcast. So, you know, if it's thumbs up, if it's stars, or if it's happy faces or whatever they use on this site to, to use as a metric for how much you're enjoying the show, click it. And then if you want to go a step further and just take a few seconds to write a sentence or two of what you're enjoying about our show, oh, that would mean the world to us. And... I will read your words here at the break for a future episode after you upload your comments um, so that you can hear your words coming from these lips and uh, yeah, just get some 
recognition because we really, 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 really uh, rely on that. We rely on it as an independent, smaller podcast. And of course, as human beings who um, have a love language of words of affirmation, ugh, means the world to us. So with that said, leave us a rating and review. Leave a comment if you can, and uh, we will read it, enjoy it, and share it back out. But that's enough of me. Let's get back to the show, shall we? Bright and early, you guys uh, see a, a just very simple but highly nutritious uh, breakfast laid out on a uh, just a, a gilded, like if, if you could make a gilded frame into a tray uh, that you would see like served food onto like room service, there you go. Um, and it is laid out just simply on a small table near the door. Hold on, everyone, but before you, before you drink anything and i pull out my silver silver spoon and i turn clockwise i believe i said into both of their drinks and i turn whatever it was coffee or tea or anything it reduces it just to plain water (laughs) you can never be too sure in here and i know you can't smell but that it was really nice coffee and i was yeah why would you do that (laughs) couldn't (laughs) trust me so be safe Penny had just been literally hovering over the table waiting, and so she dives in and starts stuff. Like she's like those kids in Hook, where they're just stuffing their faces. <laughs> yes, just absolutely going to town on this meal. You do that, and it is real food. Ooh. It is not imaginary. A- when, a- There's no like rainbow quite colored the, like goo to flick at somebody's <laughs> face. You're quite the lady, <laughs> Penelope, as you're burch- burping and and slurping uh-huh. your food. You're just jealous. You can't actually t- taste this. <laughs> Awen a- uh, picks up some of the meat and sets it aside and kind of like looks at it distastefully and then picks up um, a piece of fruit and, and just like looks at it and like uh, thanks it and then eats it. Or is, is Awen, are you, are you vegetarian? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm a druid, man. Yeah. Some of my oh, best friends oh. are cows. And, and other we've... game. My best friends are cows. <laughs> Listen, any meat that you might have seen me eat on this show up until now, that was an illusion. That's not canonical. I'm a vegetarian. I just wanted you, that's I just what, wanted you to think. That was a that, that was prestigitation. All right, man? So I didn't look weird in front of people. But I'm I don't cool know why. I just now. remember that we like, ate a body at some point. Man, maybe we Bodies just, are a little different. Just, you know, you can eat a little... What what's what's the like term for like human flesh? Anti hamburger patties, pro cannibalism. <laughs> I didn't know uh, that, Awen. All right. Well, I guess I'm vegetarian too. I am. <laughs> Whatever you call oh, it, oh. I don't eat anything. <laughs> oh man, you're a fooditarian. Long and Penny is like more for me, and just starts <laughs> shoveling. Like an autotrope. Yeah. You're an oh, autotrope. <laughs> Okay. Listen, anybody, anytime anybody offers me a little long pork, I'm in. <laughs> Which is apparently the real name for the cannibals call uh, human meat. So, Awen, can you speak with animals? Oh, yeah, I can speak with animals. Do you want me to speak with animals right now? Good. <laughs> good, good to know. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm, 
I'm pocketing that for later. Be, that might be good to use. I need Especially to, well, here's friends. the deal. I have, during a long rest, I can change my spells so I can meditate on the ability to speak with animals if we need it. Do you think we're going to need it? Uh, no, 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 no. Maybe, maybe, no. All right. Yeah. Uh, no. Don't well, I, I can. You might. You might. I don't know. You're asleep. I don't. You're, you're, yeah. you're new to magic. I don't even know if you know how to do your things properly. Penny, Penny just eats. She goes, I speak with animals. And then she kind of oh. pulls back and just it looks at the bacon that she has in her hand. Just, oh. Oh. I think it needs to be alive, <laughs> darling. I don't think you can do that to things that are already dead. It's just going to be screaming. Know, it, does, it tastes funnier. It tastes funnier if I could have talked to it once. And then she keeps eating. <laughs> Are the three of you going to continue having paradigm shifts in your identity, or are you ready? I'm ready to and respect. And you see that the vibrant, v- vibrant, uh, psychedelic uh, <laughs> uh, Dorian is back. Well, I'm we ready. have to wait until this one finishes scoffing down. But I'm, I'm, I just I'm need ready. like 40 more minutes, and this just keeps... And what was, then she looks and sees Bertram and Eowyn watching, so she just stuffs a bunch of scones in her pocket. Says, All right, I'm ready. What was it that you ate? Like a bu- oh the bi- the the biscuits, the cheddar cheddar biscuits, cheddar bay biscuits. She's a carb girl. <laughs> she loves a carb. Hey, there were scones uh, on the Treasure Island adventure that you stuffed into your bag That's as well. Right. So. <laughs> She's a lady who loves a scone or a scone. Um, oh, it's a scone. Oh, that's a choice. How British! It's very British, but it's it's working class. That's British, loads. Right? Scone is what the Queen says. Scone is what the working man says. Penelope, that's you can try as you might. Cambridge. Try as you might. You cannot look. Uh, you cannot look <laughs> elegant while you have grease covering your entire mouth. Now, mm. now come I on. I think it looks what, good. I was trying to look elegant. I was succeeding. Penny, and then Penny just pulls up right in front of the Dorian Gray uh, painting and just says, all right, we're ready. All right. And might I remind you, this is about respect and yikes. get through the second room and then we'll see you in your next long rest. Why are you shaking your head? That's so weird. I'm not. I'm just. It's. It. I'm just jittery of of what well, I've just imbibed. Listen, I respect your ability to wiggle. No. All right, I respect it. And do this, and you see both feet now go up on his <laughs> head, <laughs> bare feet with like these <laughs> with these silver toe rings. This is like the naked gun or some oh. slapstick thing that makes that defies all physics. <laughs> That's so silly. I'm really Muffy impressed. Is all I see now. And then you, one of the, the feet extends even higher to the top of the frame and tap, tap, tap. God, <laughs> just, just slowly enlarges, uh, enlarges and <laughs> you see him like quickly drop down so he's not in a compromising position. Have fun. And then he walks off frame. And so now you have, just as before, floor to ceiling, gilded frame that now shimmers um, to the point where the previous oil painting disappears and you see the filmy, uh, just the filmy far off presence of another locale for you to enter into. All you have to do is walk through. Now, hold on, everyone, before we go through. This is about respect. So remember, do not follow our instincts. Let's go against what we would normally do. <laughs> you are instinctually <laughs> disrespectful people. Yes. Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> it is my, <laughs> it is my foundation, it's, it's my, my go-to. So, all right. 
Respectful. Who's, respectful. Who's going first? I respect uh, you, Bertram. You you can go first. I respect you. All right. All right. I'm I'm usually the last to go in, so I will go first. And, and I then go after through. he goes, I go. What Bertram can do, we can too. And I jump through the through the puzzle. <laughs> Penny Is that really... like a Blues Clues? Yeah, thing? for sure. <laughs> Penny does a really awkward curtsy, and she's like, "Respect, re- respectful, be respectful," and then walks through. The three of you walk into not a beautiful garden, but a greenhouse, uh, just where you could see up ahead of you, and up ahead, overhead, uh, um, behind, surrounded by the cloudy glass planes of a greenhouse with the um, oxygenized, uh, oxygenated copper green that kind of separates each pane, letting in just the right amount of light for whatever fauna is, is sorry, for whatever flora is uh, below it. And in the midst of all this, you're welcome to roll perception. And if I do 26? 11. Um, 18. All three of you spy on the far end of this rectangular space a door. And to you, Penny, it looks like the door has three holes that look like something is required to put into them. Uh, maybe that is the mechanism. You're not quite sure, but your practiced rogue eyes recognize it for what it is, which is unlike the green man cabinet, this is an actual mechanism that is meant to be opened with something inserted. Um, and then Awen, between you and the door, um, you catch movement and you see an unfurling of a very large Venus flytrap. And as it unfurls, you see its heads pop up. One, two, three, four. Big enough now that all three of you notice. But here's the one thing that you, with that high perception roll, notice, Awen, that in one of the four heads of this Venus flytrap, inside the mouth, you see glinting keys. Okay. Inside one of the mouths are, are some keys. Great. Where did you say that this, where did you say the Venus flytrap populates or appears? Distance-wise, it's between, so if you are at one end of the greenhouse uh-huh. and the door you want to get through is on the very opposite end, of course, uh-huh. this Venus flytrap, uh, this giant Venus flytrap would be about halfway, um, not directly in your line of sight, so it's not like a straight shot. It's a little bit off to the right-hand side. Gotcha. Is it in a pot or is it? Oh, yeah. It's in a pot. Like a large pot. Okay. And is this, a, is this a pretty narrow room? Like, I'm, I'm assuming it's long, but is it narrow? So there's no, like, kind of going around, skirting around it. If the three of you were to stand side by side with your arms outstretched, um, you would be able to touch both walls. It's about 20 feet. Okay. 
Well, everybody, I'm, I'm assuming A1. <clears throat> I'm assuming A1. You tell yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, oh, I, I pointed out. Okay. Hey, look at all the keys. And then I, I guess, I guess I could try to like thorn whip it. See if I can whip it out of there. Or do you think one but of us that res- to go in? And- is is that respectful? Should we try oh, to ask nicely man. and start there, Awin? Well, Does yeah. we learn nothing from the cabinet. Well, listen, Awin, did listen. you did you sleep and 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 awake arise with speak with plants? Isn't that a thing? I don't have. I don't think I have speak with plants. Let's see. All right, let me think about hmm. this. Did I, I, I mean, you anything. are a druid, so this definitely seems like it should be. It's up my alley for alley. sure. It's up my alley for sure. Well, why don't I go over there and see if I can. Take a look at it. All see right, what it needs. Right. Let's just see what it needs. See what it all wants. All right. To ask it. All right. I go over to the plant and I'm just, as I walk up, I'm taking a look at it with my, you know, bo- bo- botanical eyes, you know, trying to look How at How close it. do you want to get to it? Um, you know, within stri- just right outside striking range, I'd say. Uh, like I, I take a look at its neck, it, you know. I'm thinking about like the Mario things, you know, like the big like heads uh-huh. that around or whatever. So I don't want to be, I don't want to get like swooped down on it. Right, right, right. Okay, uh, you can roll either nature or survival. All right, that's a nat twenty. Yes, dang, Ooh, good yes. rolls. Noise. You recognize two things with that nat 20. You recognize that uh, the closer that you step to it, the heads rear back and start to hiss in a very threatening manner. Don't love but that. you note that as fear. Mm. The second thing you notice is that potting soil. It's looking rather dry. Mm. Yes, I I noticed that the the moisture levels in this room are pretty small and so or are pretty low. And so I shape the water from our canteens out into the air and I say, "Whoa, whoa, Nelly. I got you some water. Don't even worry. Who's thirsty? Who's thirsty?" And I like hold up the water in a in like an amorphous ball like in the air. It, 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 as soon as you it sees you like conjuring this, you know, it, I'm imagining this like little shop of horrors, uh, <laughs> thing, like just without any voice, of course, but just, you know, the, the four heads uh, of the Venus flytrap kind of swivel up and shaking a bit, see this water. And if, if a Venus flytrap could bounce excitedly, that's exactly what it's doing. So <laughs> Penny, Penny and Bertram, you just see like the heads kind of like bop up and down. Is it in one large pot or is it in four individual pots? One large pot and uh, all four heads are con- connected at the base. Okay, sweet. Yeah, so I, I dump the water down all around the base of the, of the stem, I guess. And I say now, okay. and I, I, I try to like approach a little bit closer, but just like really careful with my hand out. Yeah, it does. And, and uh, as the, the one head kind of uh, settles down in itself, the, the one head holding the keys um, kind of settles down in itself and, and shimmies a little, one of the keys topples out and clinks onto the brick at your feet. Yes. Well done, Awen. Well done. 
hey, you, you, you all were the ones who called it out. I was trying to thorn whip them, and I appreciate you all inviting me into the present moment to see what people's needs are, how we can be with them. Well, Awen, did you, were there more keys inside the, that plant's mouth, or was it just one key? No, I saw four more, I think, um, or three more besides this two one. More. Two, two more, more, two more. There was a total of three. I saw two more, I think, besides this one. Um, mm. Do you want to try that? It looked like you had something over there that could accept something. Mr. Bertram. Mm. Penelope, you're good with doors. Do you want to try and grab it and, and go through it? It seems to be friendly at this point. I'm not, I'm not sure, but you can take the yeah. key. Is the Venus flytrap in between me and the door? That's the part I could remember. You have room to skirt around. Like you, you could go to the left of the room, um, just up against some succulents on the left-hand side, and make your way at a safe distance to the far door. Got it. All right, so Penny does that. Penny takes the key from Awen and skirts around to get to the door. And um, is it obvious which key goes to which section of the door? So, yeah, approaching this door, you see kind of this, this triangular shape where these three locks are, and they look identical. And so you, you fit uh, the key into one of them, and it slides in really easily. What do you do next? Um, I tur- what happens when I turn uh, it? goes in and I turn it. It goes in, you turn it, and then you hear um, two corresponding mechanisms try to, it's like it's trying to latch onto something. And as soon as it doesn't, your key pops back into the beginning position and is pushed back out. Got it. Okay. Um, Penelope stands back and says, yeah, we need to do the other two. So um, I look around. Am I anywhere near a body of water? Oh, yeah. There is a, a, a well, like a cistern, uh, just to your left. And we count that as a body of water? Yeah. Great. Then Penelope walks over to it. Uh, the body of water within five feet and she looks to the uh the venus fly traps and she goes hey boy you hungry are you hu- you look hungry are you hungry um and w- watches to see if it gives any uh like hunger signals penelope do, do <laughs> start plants, rooting what plants do you know that eat, that eat cheddar bay biscuits <laughs> i mean roll, plants, have you ever seen roll. a plant that looks like this <laughs> Roll survival or nature, but roll it with advantage. So good. Yeah. I love this. Ooh, 12 and a six. Okay. You, yeah, you, you see the, the heads uh, just as they, it's a, as if they, they've finished soaking in whatever it is and with their kind of heads thrown back, looking towards the ceiling, hearing you just, talk to it or just you know making noise that's new to it the heads swivel almost in unison towards you and they pop open their mouths mm. all right so penny holds up um she pulls out some cheddar uh, a basket uh now full basket of cheddar bay biscuits but she also pulls out a couple scones for her pocket and she goes i've sweet and savory boys what do we want uh, uh, uh both you got it and then she starts tossing like it's a carnival game tossing scones and biscuits into the mouths of these Roll dexterity. Let's see how many you're able to, to roll or how many you're able to toss in accurately. You don't want to piss him oh. off and just like hit it in the head. And it's like, That's hey, annoying. six. Okay. You, <laughs> you throw it and it, 
you throw like a few and one of them makes it into the mouth of the first one without the keys. Um, but then the next few actually like overshoot and one of them hits Bertram in the head. Oh. And it, the, the one that hits you in the head, Bertram, it kind of just like rolls awkwardly down your front and lands crumbling at your feet, but still intact if you want to see if you can alley-oop it into one of the heads. And, it, and that head had followed its trajectory and now is staring straight at you, just vibrating with excited tension. Penelope, do you think throwing is respectful? Let me show you how to be respectful. And I take it in my hand and I walk up and keep it in the palm of my hand as I get right next to the plants. And I, kind of, a- and I have a flat hand and I am uh, kind of uh, trembling a little bit. Just like with a horse, you have to keep your hand perfectly flat. (laughs) Exactly, as I'm holding it out, hoping that this is the right move. The giant head of the the keyed one, let's say, um, bends down, just looms over you. And beyond all reason, it's almost as if it's like sniffing you. Um, And then bends just a few inches further and gently nips at your hands and takes the biscuit and then throwing its head back just throwing the scone also back further into its gullet and then with a mighty burp one more key pops out of its mouth onto the brick flooring yes penny penny goes and grabs it i don't understand does this seem a little bit simple to you i feel like i was waiting for something terrible to happen what? i mean kindness is simple bertram yeah. just go I for mean, it don't lick a gift horse in the mouth don't lick it in the mouth either <laughs> bertram so uh I, i'm gonna invite you now to roll nature or survival an 18 for nature you, it, coming from your topiary days of the different ways you were Cutting the, the shrubbery into interesting shapes at the Featherfoot Manor. I mean, I have a garden you, on, my, on my back. <laughs> and yeah, and that. You know that you have some basic needs met. Water. Helping with the soil. Feeding. But what else could this plant need, mm. potentially, that would get you the final key? All right, so... You know it's not going to be a repetition. From what I remember, with my uh, herbalist days and gardening days, so we have given it water, we've given it food, and now we need to give this thing light. It's rather dark in here, and I see only holes in the greenhouse that have sunlight penetrating through. Is this something where we need to create some kind of faux sunlight, or do we need to break these walls of this greenhouse down so the sunlight can come in i'm not sure do you have do you do you have light can you cast light uh, good question let can me you see. cast uv bulb <laughs> hmm no i don't have anything with light do uh, we see any light sources that are being blocked anything like that you do yeah you you see that the Glass panes overhead look rather dirty. Oh. Hmm. I know a thing or two about a thing or two about cleaning. And I am going to... See what I have in my pocket. (laughs) 
I'm going to get some kind of like. <laughs> and I grab the croquet mallet. <laughs> no, I'm going to get some oh, kind of like man. rag or something that I have. Some kind of a piece of clothing and I'm going to try and. I don't know, dip it in the water that was nearby that Penelope used and try and like. Mm-hmm. How are you getting up there? Oh, how tall? How are you, you getting up there, my boy? Tall. I don't know how tall. Oh, tall yeah. It is. It's sorry. <laughs> it's like thirty feet up. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Penelope, can I stand on your shoulders? No. Oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. You can stand on oh, my shoulders. Oh, I have an idea. I could bring out Francis. How how tall again is Awen now? I mean, he had something happen that oh, made him grow taller. Oh, that's right. Shoot, I'm like... Isn't he taller than Bertram now? I think now? I am. Thir- like, he, he's by like four inches. He's yeah, like seven he's and a half feet. Only four inches. I'm just, only, yeah. Well, I'm just saying like, it's not enough. Like, uh, on top of each other. It's thinking, average. It, it's not going to get to 30 feet. Oh, right, right, right. I could throw you. I could misty step myself up there. And we, then... We know how that goes. This still feels yeah. like the most complicated approach versus just blasting it. Now, I know there's a thing about a gentle hand or a hard fist, but I do have Francis, and he is rather tall. He's as tall as a giant. He, I, could, I don't know if he... I don't know how intelligent he is. And I love <laughs> that precious boy, my precious dragon boy. That's an idea. I, I could always crawl on its head, too. I could crawl up its back and, and try and stand on its head to squeegee the, the, the ceilings. By it, you mean Francis or the, the plant? The, neither. The, the, the glass ceiling. Oh. Uh, we'll clean that. I don't know. Do you have any other better ideas? Does anyone have like a flying hmm. spell? Does anybody have the capability of flying? Yeah. This whole time I've been staring at Kimmy's box, <laughs> just staring. <laughs> I mean, Birdie, if you ask nice, you can borrow, you can borrow the broom. <laughs> but you've got to give it back in one piece. No smashing. I mean, I would love to, fl- I would love to fly. All right. Is, will it, will, but will it go with my command? Like you've, you've already trained it and, and given your command word am i able to you're close f- enough i'll tell it what to do get you on you know what why am i going to resist uh <laughs> an opportunity to fly possibly though i hope i don't hurt myself oh my god i hope this is like a scene from disney classic 1970 bed knobs and broomsticks where you have <laughs> where you have the main character trying to fly for the first time and it's really just the actor being thrown around the stage like with this just unresponsive, uncooperative broom, and I really. And all of a sudden, it ends with me. All of a sudden, it ends with me fighting Nazis out of nowhere. Um, that actually happens in the movie. Okay, uh, <laughs> you want to see Angela Lansbury as a witch fighting Nazis? Try it out, Sounds everybody. Like the dream. <laughs> it's a dream. <laughs> all right, uh, Penelope. Any any advice on how to maneuver and how to stay on top of this broom? Easy. Just get on and go. And uh, and then right as he gets on it, she smacks the back of it like it's a horse, (laughs) and she just goes, "Giddy up, turnips!" and smacks it. The the broom just takes off into the air. Um, So this is since this isn't like naturally attuned to you, um, we're going to have a little bit of maneuvering here, um, just to see if you want to get where you want to go, and so. I have two options for you because you could you could play them both. You could either roll Arcana 
to see like can you tap into your magical knowledge of such an item mm-hmm. or um you can roll uh acrobatics definitely arcana oh yikes that was an 11 that's high enough that's good yeah you beat it by one <laughs> it was a simple one it it wants to cooperate uh, so yeah, you, you're able to then kind of as it starts to zoom way too fast and you, you fear crashing straight through the glass panes, um, you're able to pull back and it slows down and you shakily make your way up to the, the smattering of glass that is quite dirty, uh, but above where this plant, this giant Venus flytrap would be gathering the sun's rays. Mm-hmm. You're a natural, Bertram. You got it. Oh, I love this. I love this. All right. All right. Let me steady myself. And I start to just kind of polish the glass. Even if it's just a hole <laughs> to kind of like a little section just to get the, uh, the sunlight down on the, on the plant. You do that. And as, as you slowly work your way through meticulously, the sun's rays come down further and further and like unfurl, covering this giant venus flytrap in just this this penumbra of lights of sunlight and penny and and awen down on just the actual floor level um you you see it start to perk up as the actual sun's rays catch it for the first time in a while and perking up it proudly like throws back like part of its leaves as if it's throwing back its shoulders and it triumphantly lifts one of its heads into the air, and the glinting key um, pops out and down at your feet, Penny. Hot damn. Penny grabs it, and Amelia hustles right over to that door, um, and, and does look back at both the guys and says, this did feel a little easier than the last one. Are we? Why was the cabinet more difficult than this? We could not get A1 out of that cabinet. Uh, is this an us problem or is it an it problem? Maybe like, this is what actually things- would happen if we work as a team and are polite to one another. <laughs> Maybe this is the lesson we're learning here. If we just we just to the respect. At every time. challenge, we need to label it respect, but uh, sounds weirdly, that sounds harder than this. So, okay. And so she sticks the uh, keys in. Um, I imagine, though, do I need all of them to turn it to, in unison, or does it, as long as they're in, does it turn okay? We'll go ahead and give it a yeah, go. Try, yeah. All right, Penny just sticks all three keys in and turns the top one. Uh, yeah, you turn the top one, and the others two don't budge, and then the top one pops back. So you're recognizing, yes, this is a, a unison lock, one that you have broken into once before um, in a well-protected vault, but you needed multiple teammates there and unfortunately you had to rely on charlie at that time who was not paying attention and kept chomping on the most ridiculous saltine crackers Mm -hmm. so it took you a few tries but you know that this is one where much like i don't know some government officials who shouldn't have these abilities uh need to be turned in unison all right gentlemen i need your help get over here all right i go up and grab a key Mm But I get the top key. All right, you can have the top key. I don't need to have the bottom. She says to the tall boys. (laughs) I bend over a little. I'm the apex. (laughs) I earned this. All right, Um, on the count of three. uh, 
hold on, before we go through here, I, I want to try something. And I want to, I scurry back over to the Venus flytrap and kind of have my hands up. I'm almost trying to signal, as if it can see me, uh, that, it, uh, that I mean it no harm. And I want to pull out of my bag some pruning shears. And, and I notice uh, a plant on the side, perhaps. Fr- again, being pretty good about flowers and, or, and with, I don't know, what's that called? I want to call it herbology, but that's from Harry Potter. I don't know what the actual like term of just like knowing uh, botany? botany. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's pretty sad that I know the Harry Potter term instead of the actual term. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. We are in a magical world, so <laughs> that it. it could be herbology here. And I want to kind of go to uh, not to one of its uh, fully vibrant and alive parts of it, but to one that's kind of starting to kind of die or kind of falter a little bit. And I mm. want to try and go nearby with the shears and pause to see if it like uh, if it's trying to attack me or not. I want to try and prune off a, a piece of the fly trap. The nearest head swivels down very quickly, and at first it gets right in your face and like nudges you in the face and goes down to the shears and it hisses at the shears. But then looking down further at this mm. shriveled part of itself. It droops a bit and then goes back up and soaking in the sun. Okay, great. So then I, on that, going, going back, I gently do a, a quick snip of the part that was kind of starting to falter a little bit. And as I'm walking away, I, as I'm walking back over, I'm looking at this plant and I'm starting to, from my knowledge about this plant from reading books, I start plucking some seeds off of the kind of the dying part of it and i want to start kind of sprinkling them mm. in the part behind me so that possibly in the future i can grow some venus fly traps now that's pretty sick. real quick roll mm. perception as you're walking away not my strong suit Man, the rolls are good tonight 17 eight as you're walking away perhaps as you're starting to sprinkle the seeds and you look over your shoulder you see that that area that you had pruned um Two new saplings have emerged. Awesome. So where one head was before, two have grown. That's awesome. And so I walk over, and as I'm kind of like, it's awkward because it's behind me. But I have long, gangly arms. I'm trying to pat the seeds into the soil behind me. And I know that I have, I have internal mechanisms that kind of water, that kind of self-water the soil. But once I have it kind of set, and I brush my hands, I say, all right, I'm ready when you are. On the count of three. One, two, three. Ching. And in unison, you turn and the keys are accepted and the door swings open. And as it does, you hear the sound of orchestral music playing and glasses clinking. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
Space Podity. An actual play D&D Spelljammer podcast. In Space Podity, four adventurers visit the worlds and vex the GMs of other actual play shows. Keep listening for a sneak peek and please subscribe so you don't miss the first episodes set in the campaign of the long-running Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Acting Captain's Log. We've crashed our flying birdbath mansion. Long story. The party of groundling adventurers on board is kind and heroic, but untrusting, and is staring at me. It consists of a traumatized minotaur. You, you want to see traumatized? A spooky Asimar child. I'm an adult An now. adult Asimar child, whom I suspect to be enthralled by a hidden power, and the most headstrong elf I have ever met, and that includes Rascal Gar, the cataclysmically reckless, from the former Arajanon Zed. Sounds fun. Also, the mansion's kitchens are out of ale. How am I going to function? Space Podity. Find us wherever your podcasts are.